it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome to Sales with Sully, and this week it's the final push. Well, we've been on a road trip trying to get ready for Solar Power International, the largest uh, trade show for the solar power people here in Anaheim, California, on September 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th of 2018. And if you've been following along on our journey, then you know that we've done preparation and planning. Uh, last week we had Don't Panic. You just you still have a few weeks left, and now we're on that final push because here we are in September, and now we only have about hmm, somewhere around 20 days left. So I'm not saying that you should panic, but at least you should have your final push ready to go. So let's recap just for a little. First of all, I'm Scott Sullivan, and I'm your host with Sales with Sully. And every week here on Inspired News Radio, we talk about some of the greatest tips and tricks and things that you need to know to make yourself a better sales professional. And in the last six-week series, we have been spending time talking about event marketing, trade shows, and or large uh, events that you're going to in conjunction with work, whether you are an exhibitor or you're an attendee. So this week, we're going to concentrate on that last part of being an exhibitor. What are the things that you need to have accomplished? Let's recap just for a few minutes. Let's first of all talk about the fact that we did planning. We got together with our marketing group. We figured out what the goal was, the ROI of being at this particular trade show. What are the things that we are trying to accomplish for this particular trade show? So that's the first thing that we did and hopefully you got all of that done then you went into the planning mode and the planning mode was okay so how many people do I need to see how many customers does that translate how many new customers what's a new customer worth then you also had a meeting to talk about what the ideal customer is and you've educated the team on that ideal customer because remember at the trade show we're going to be sorting not necessarily selling. Selling is going to be done after the fact. So you set a goal for the trade show, you know exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish, you've got all your planning and preparation done, and now you're on that final push. And what does that mean on the final push? Hopefully it means that you are setting appointments. You're getting a hold of your customers, whether it's through social media, direct phone calls, face-to-face visits, emails, However it is that you communicate best with your existing clients and new prospects. You've already sorted through the list of uh, vendors that are going to be there. You've figured out who you want to partner with. If there are companies, this is the place where all of the people in your industry are all coming together for one, you know, two, three, or four days at a time, and there's going to be a lot of activity. So you want to make sure that you have your list complete. Now, you've worked out a spreadsheet or some type of calendaring system, and you have booth duties assigned, and you know exactly what each person's role is, and you have some type of magnet or some type of uh, device that you're going to be bringing people into the booth. 
I always recommend, I like, the cocktail party that is hosted at the booth, usually in the middle of the trade show. If it's three days, I do it the second day. If it's four days, I do it the second or third day. Last days are usually very, very hectic at the end, and everybody wants out of there. And first days, they're way, way too busy uh, to try and schedule anything. And a lot of times, the show itself has big, huge events and things going on on the first night. So I always try and stick with the middle, second, or third night. We've invited our guests, both prospects and existing customers. We know what we're going to say when they get there. We know how we're going to treat them and all the things that are necessary to work through while they're there. So now what we're going to do is on this final push is we're going to make absolutely sure we're doing all the attention to detail, the little RSVPs, if you will. So you have your new list of prospects in place and you've been contacting each of them. And during the course of this contact, you have been doing some pre-sorting. Now, remember, we talked about during the time that you were calling to set the appointments or you were visiting, if they were cold calls or emails, however you were reaching out, it was all about who's attending and if they are attending as a company or if they're attending as individuals, who from that company will be attending and how do we glean their contact information. Usually, we've done that in the past by saying, hey, we're going to have a little cocktail party on our booth from you know 4 till 6 or from 3 till 5.30 or whenever the, sh the show closes. We're going to have a little cocktail party in our booth on Wednesday night. We'd love for you to come by. Oh, I'm not attending? Oh, that's too bad. Who from your company will be attending? Well, we got Sally and Joe. They're coming. Great. Give me their contact information if you don't mind. I'd like to get them to RSVP so that I know exactly how much food and hors d'oeuvres and everything else to buy for the cocktail party. And that way we have their email address that we can also start marketing to. So just from that phone call, you now have multiple, multiple people inside of that company to market to. So there's also other services that you can use. One of them that I like is a company called CellHack. CellHack is a uh, service that connects to your LinkedIn and it'll give you with high probability the email addresses of people that are within that same organization. There's also other databases like Energy Acuity, uh, Global Data. There's a lot of companies out there that you can subscribe to or buy lists of people that fit your ideal client, both in demographics and size and shape and all those things. Once you have those lists built, now in this final push, you wanna make sure that you are doing everything in your power to prepare for that meeting. So the ones, you're going to start separating them into uh, different buckets. The first bucket is they are an existing customer currently doing business with us, and we're going to, do, we're going to use that list for a certain uh, aspect of this that we're going to talk about in the final push. Then you have the second, which is customers that we've never done business with that meet at least 90% of our ideal criteria to be a prospect with us. And they have never done business with us, so they're still considered suspects or prospects. So we're going to leave those. And, the, and they are attending the trade show. The third bucket are names, email addresses of folks that are, are not, that will not be attending the trade show or the event. 
So that is a third bucket of people that we're going to be interested in talking to. So the first ones, let's talk about the very first bucket and that is existing customers, who they are and what they do and why do we wanna know that they're attending. So several reasons. One, you want satisfied customers to be at your cocktail party to talk to other customers as far as live references. You want to capture as much of that on video as possible or audio so that you can use those video or audio files with their permission, of course, for testimonials on the website or future marketing or social media. Also, you want to have a third party there. I suggest that you hire or find someone who is either a journalist, a technical writer, somebody who has some kind of interview or writing experience and have them as part of your cocktail party or part of your booth staff because what you want to do is on those appointment times when you have a client that is an existing client that is coming and being part of your event and they're going to stop by and see you and they have a scheduled appointment that is the perfect time to ask them what it is about your company that makes them keep coming back and being a you know satisfied customer start asking them what are the things that they could do to be, that that what are the things that you do that make them happy and satisfied and what are the things that you could do better even better if and then fill in the blank this would you, we would be even better vendor if and then fill in the blank from those customers remember this is very insightful most customers right now most companies don't know why they're continuously buying from them is it because they have the most outstanding price the most outstanding value these are things that we can speculate about but we can also ask and the customer will probably tell us and in most cases i would say a lot of them will tell you on video so that you can actually get that information the other thing you want to do with existing customers is you want to invite them to an ongoing dialogue. How about once a month or once a quarter or twice a year, everybody gets on a webinar and we all talk about as a users group of our product or service, we all get together and we talk about some of the things that are working really well and some of the things that aren't working as well. Those are things that you can do to help build loyalty and testimonials and referrals from your existing customer base. Now, some of them are going to balk at this. Some of them are going to say, well, being with you gives me a little bit more of an advantage than the competitor. So I don't like to talk about the fact that, you know, I don't want to advertise the fact that I'm, uh, you know, using your company for its product or service because sometimes those products or services uh, are things where that kind of gives them a little bit of an advantage, they think, over their competition, so they don't want to share that. And that's quite all right. We understand that. But then in the same breath, you want to make sure that the customer understands that you need them, they need you to be successful, and you need them to be successful to continue buying the product. So you can offer them an incentive by being part of your uh, users group. You can say things like, you know, I uh, can guarantee you a, you know, price protection over any of the other competitors for, you know, an annual 
um, supply agreement. If you participate in this, we'll we'll guarantee you you know X number of dis percentage discount off of list or whatever that that happens to be. I would steer away from most favored nation types of pricing structures because it can those can come around to bite you on the backside, but you can use those types of incentives to get your customers, your existing customers, to let you know. And then if you have really, really strong arch rivals that you don't want to put in the same users group, then just create another one or have one online and one in person or, or have somebody from a third party that calls them once every six months to ask them how we're doing or give them a survey. There's all kinds of ways you can glean that information. But that's what we're trying to do with the existing customer base. How do we leverage those existing customers to our benefit and utilize them both live and in recorded versions for to, to get more customers or to turn prospects, convert prospects and suspects into customers? The second bucket, those are the people that are going to be attending the trade show and they're still suspects or prospects. They may or may not know all the details about who we are. So what we wanna do is we wanna to put together a packet of information that is gonna be doled out to them in the format that they prefer the days before the event are to happen. So right now we're in the final push. So this is the time when we should be taking that information and spoon feeding it to them very gently. Maybe there's a third party article, maybe there's a testimonial, maybe there's another project that was just completed successfully that used your product or service. All of this information can be spoon fed to your prospects or suspects within that same organization. And I would encourage you to put together a video sales letter a one to three minute video that talks about your product or service and some of the successes that you've had and then send it to everybody that you have their email address within that same organization. And you can address it to, you know, dear colleague of or dear, you could have it so that it reflects the name of their company in the subject line and in the uh, email itself or the connection or the link or whatever you're sending so that it looks like that it's only going to just their company to just them that it was custom designed and built just for them and you can go even a step further and use their logos and and their projects and other things like that that can customize it even more and then you start doling that information out very very small bites over the next 20 days preparing for that meeting that you're going to have at the event or at the trade show. So now we have spoon feeding going on. We have our regular customers that we are uh, connecting with on a regular basis, but now we're pushing for those testimonials, those live, those live referrals, the things that are satisfied, uh, those customers that are satisfied. The nice thing about it too, going back to that just for a moment, is if you kick over that rock, and the customer's not happy, that gives you an opportunity to step in and flex your customer service muscle and actually make that customer satisfied and happy again. And then of course, follow up with a referral, I mean a, a testimonial saying, well, I didn't like what they did, but you know what, they made it right, which is really powerful. So those are the types of things you wanna keep adding to your marketing department. 
So now you have your list of customers that will be attending and you not only are targeting or marketing to the folks that will be coming to your booth for a meeting, but you're also marketing to other folks within the organization that may not be coming to the event or to the trade show. And why is that important? Because you want everyone to feel included. You want to make sure that the procurement folks that may not be getting out of the office to come to the trade show are also part of the process. Maybe the people that are project managers that will be coming uh, to the show, that will be meeting with you, are also included in that, along with CFOs, COOs, people on the C-level executive team, because you don't want your name of your company or your name of your product or service to be a surprise to them when they hear it for the first time and procurement or somebody else says, oh, we're gonna be using XYZ this month for this particular product or service. We've really gotten to know those guys over the last six months. You don't want the CEO or the CFO or anybody else to then be surprised by that. You want to make sure that you're spoon feeding them along with everybody else the same way. So that leaves us with the last group. And the last group is who are the people that will not be attending? Those are even the, as far as I'm concerned, are probably one of the trickiest uh, groups of people that you get to market to but it really opens up a huge amount of ideas and things that you can do. So for instance, all the data and pieces that you've been sending to those that are going to be attending, you should be duplicating and sending to the, the customers that will not, or the prospects that will not be attending the show. Why? Because they're getting that information about your company, but they're not going to get an opportunity to actually meet with the CEO and or any of the executive team. So here's what I recommend. Pull out your handy dandy cell phone, have somebody point the cell phone at you and the rest of your team in front of the booth and take a picture and also do a couple of short videos. Hey, Joe, Sorry we didn't get a chance to see you, that you didn't get to come by the event slash, you know, whatever it happened, trade show that it happens to be for this particular year. Really wanted to let you know we're excited to do business with you. But from Anaheim, we just wanted to say hi. And you can redo that multiple times for your key prospects your key suspects that aren't going to be there, you can have your entire team. You have the CEO, the COO, you have you, your uh, head of sales, whoever it is, else is at the show, you can have some of those videos made up and then give them to your marketing department and then mail them to the folks within that organization. Now, here's where it gets really powerful. So now, take your cell phone out, get your CEO to stand in front of your booth with your name and logo and behind him or her, and say, well, this is Joe, and I am the CEO of this particular company, and this is the product or service that we offer. And we're here at this national trade show, and really sorry that we didn't get a chance to see you. But it is really critical that I that you understand the three things that we bring to the table as part as part of our value proposition, or our differentiators, or whatever else that you want to say about that. Keep it very short and very sweet, but it's a personal message from the CEO to that person, and it doesn't have to be personalized, meaning saying, hi, Joe, the CEO just introduces themselves. Hi, 
this is Joe, the CEO of, right? Because then you can use it for marketing to every single one of those people for the next 30 to 60, 90 days. You can use that video to actually get the next appointment, which is going to be face-to-face. So those are the three buckets that we're on the final push. We're on the final push to Solar Power International in Anaheim, California, September 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th for the solar industry. The largest solar industry show in North America. Thousands, tens of thousands of people are going to be converging on Anaheim. There's going to be thousands of booths and just tens of thousands of people that are going to be walking the show and installers, uh, vendors, manufacturers, engineers, everybody and their brother. So if you're in the solar industry, you're going to be participating in some way or another with this particular show. So put yourself in the place of that third bucket where you can't attend. Wouldn't it be really, really, really cool that if I am starting to build a relationship with you as a salesperson that's a vendor, and all of a sudden during the course of the show, I'm getting three or four quick little texts or emails from different aspects, not just your booth. We're not hitting them over the head with a hammer. Maybe there was something really cool down the aisle that was something that's really earth shattering or cutting edge. Take a quick picture of it and say, hey, Joe, sorry that you didn't make it this year. I just wanted to share this with you. I saw this demonstration yesterday and I thought of you. Oh my gosh, think about how powerful that is. So those are the things that you want to do on the final push. You want to make sure that you get all of the final push and everything ready to go in order to get your last pieces of the puzzle in place as you're moving towards your event or your trade show. So in recap, make sure that you have your planning done adequately. Make sure that you've worked closely with your marketing department. Make sure that you're got, you have your goals all sorted out. You know exactly what it is that you're trying to accomplish while you're at this particular trade show. You have your team. You have your booth. You have everything set up and ready to go. Your team is fully and adequately trained. The people in the booth know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. The people that you have coming to the show are now in one of three buckets so that you know exactly what you're doing from a marketing standpoint for them. And you've got everything ready to go. And you're in the final push right before the beginning of the show. Next week, we're going to be talking about after the final push, getting there. Actually getting to the show and what are the things that you're going to do when your feet hit the ground and you're in the thick of it and you're all of the planning and everything else that you did because there was a very famous uh, general that said every battle plan only stands up until its first contact with the enemy. So all the planning and everything else that you've done is now going to be implemented in the real world where you actually open the doors and they say, welcome visitors to the Anaheim Convention Center for the Solar Power International and the show is now officially open. Now, all the planning and preparation and everything else that you did has to actually come in contact with the road. So this is where the rubber meets the road and you have to figure out what is actually going to happen. And what do you do when things start to go slightly awry? So Scott Sullivan here, your host of Sales with Sully. I hope you found this uh, informative. 
Please stay with us. We only have two more episodes left on our road to Anaheim. We are marching towards Anaheim. We'll see you at SPI if you're in the solar industry. And if not, give me a call. Let me know what I can do to help you. You can always reach me on Twitter, at saleswithsully. I say it all the time. Find me on LinkedIn. Friend me on Facebook. It's not hard to do. I am pretty much all over social media. But for now... You keep selling, keep doing the things that you're doing, and Sales with Sully will be back next week right here on Inspired News Radio. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, Thanks for listening and see you next week.